Welcome to the Dirt Show brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And today I'm going to be joined by modified driver Ryan Wyoming. We'll also hear from Scott Wolf from Wolf and Sons Yard Service, Freddie Terza from VP Racing Fuels, and our old friend Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings, right after a few words from our sponsors. Hitch Dock Power Sports is your source for American-made eagle plows. Now's your chance to get your ATV, UTV, or side-by-side equipped and ready for winter. Go to hitchdockpowersports.com and enter code FALL2022 to save 10% on everything in your cart. As an added bonus, all orders over $100 get free shipping. Head over to hitchdockpowersports.com. At Land Pros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Land Pros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Land Pros agent JJ Wise at 641-420-SELL or go to landpros.com. That's L-A-N-D-P-R-O-Z.com. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, call the professionals at Altenburg Construction at 888 435 2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. They service the entire Cows listing area. Their employees live in our community and sponsor area racers and softball teams. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today. 256-7766. That's 256 256- 7766. Bulldog Coatings specialize in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm Todd with Bulldog Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog Coatings are not limited to just garage floors. They can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year-round. We are a locally owned family business ready to serve Southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837-9773. Let Bulldog protect your floors. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small town service at a small town price. 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Welcome back to the driver segment here on the Dirt Show, and I am joined by modified driver Ryan Wyoming, 17W. Ryan, how did you get interested in racing in the first place? Well, I had a buddy, Joey Jensen, that raced when we were in high school, and I knew him from school and we were friends, and and I just kind of went over there and started helping him out, and it kind of led from there. We raced with him three to four nights a week and it was something for us to do and keep us out of trouble and all that and and it just kind of stemmed from there he had bought an extra car 
and that he wanted to go, and we were going to switch from a Feggers car to an affordable back in those days, and it ended up he didn't want to do that, and I ended up buying that car from him, and then that kind of started it all off for us. That was all the way back in, I think it was 2000 when we bought that car. Joey Jensen is a good friend to have, and what do you remember about your very first trip to the track as a driver, and was it everything you expected it to be? <laughs> it wasn't everything I expected to be. I mean, it, it, was a, it was definitely a lot of fun. I had hot laps and cars of Joey's and everything, so I kind of knew what I was getting into. I think when you start out, especially when you help somebody that's successful, I think when you start out, you think, that it's going to be easier than it is. And it's a lot harder than it looks. So that was the biggest thing for me is it took time to realize that you can't just jump into one of these cars and go out and win races. That was kind of an unrealistic expectation. But as far as what I remember from the very first time, I think I was just nervous about how it all went and all that. And, you, you know, you don't want to wreck the car and all this kind of stuff after you put all the time and effort into putting it together. So I think I was just nervous about getting out there and getting going. But once I got out there, then a lot of that stuff goes away. So, so yeah, it's been mostly super stocks, but now we've kind of switched overs. A lot of times as fans, we forget that first the driver must get to the track to put on a show. And so many things can happen along the way from a blown trailer tire or even stopping to help a fellow competitor. Yeah, it's it's weird how it's all a big family kind of thing where, yeah, there's a lot that goes on in the shop at home. You know, there's so many hours that goes on working on the car and building the car and, and getting everything ready that fans don't necessarily realize. But yeah, there's a lot to that where, yes, you do, you know, if somebody, if somebody does have trouble, you know, we're, we're always more than willing to help out at the track or on the way or something, you know, just to try to make sure that everybody can get out there. There's, there's always a good, uh, a good family vibe and everything where, where people are always willing to help. What drew you to super stocks? For me as a fan, it's the sound, the look, and the tight side-by-side racing. What was it for you that made you want to be a super stock driver? You know, I think there was just, you know, that's what Joey was racing. That's what I was real familiar with. And it just kind of seemed like a good class to start out. And, you know, when I started racing, there wasn't near as many classes as there is today. So it was pretty much mostly at all of the tracks. It was mostly just street stocks, super stocks, modifieds, and late models. So it was a good starting point for us to go and it was in a it was an affordable class at the time it was less money but it was an affordable class and that's just kind of what I jumped into because it was what I was familiar with and familiar with working on and had a lot of friends in that class so it was kind of just the perfect spot for us to start out. Cedar Lake Speedway has always been a hotbed for super stock racing that is a tough place to get a win with the level of competition what are some of your favorite memories of racing at Cedar Lake? You know, when I had started out, it was not uncommon to have 50, 60 super stocks there on a regular weekly race. And it wasn't uncommon when they had the few super stock specials that they did have to have 100 to 120 cars. So you're right. It was, uh, it was a big deal when we made our first feature at Cedar Lake. And you're right. Back in the day, 
if you could make the feature and win races and stuff at Cedar Lake, you could pretty much go to any track around and be successful and, and run in the front there because it was kind of if you were fast and if you were good and the pace and everything was always a lot faster at Cedar Lake and if you could if you could run there, they definitely got you in the practice of running fast and running hard for the whole race. We always had a lot of fun over there. We made a lot of friends over there. We raced there for 18 seasons, and it's convenient. It's close to our house. It's 20 minutes away, so it was it was always good to race there. Um, we kind of had gone all around and tried other places, and we, we've kind of moved on from there, and, uh, and we were kind of really like it down at Deer Creek where we're at now. Over the years, you've also had some good luck and some bad luck at the Legendary 100. Yes. That show has always been our toughest race of the year. I mean, there was, uh, we always said that it always cost us $1,000 in damage stuff over there because we actually wrecked a car at one of the 100s, and we always really tried hard to make it into that race, and you know, kind of at the end of our Superstock career, we made a lot of those shows and actually did pretty well. But yeah, that show was always a tough one for us because, you know, at the time, that was the only track around when Cedar Lake ran the, the Wasota 100. That was the only track around that was running on that night, on that weekend. So kind of everybody from all over the state and multiple states around had come over there. So You got to race with other guys, and it's always a hard show to make. But, yeah, we've had very tough luck there at that race, and at the end of our Superstock career, we did have some good luck there as well. You not only maintain and race your car, you also work at an award-winning repair shop in Forest Lake by day. Yes. I've worked at the L&R for over 20 years now, and it's... been good there and and it's also nice to come home at the end of the day and uh, you know I enjoy going out and still working on my car and all that kind of stuff so you know obviously working on cars has always been a big thing for me We also enjoy the same style of music I see you're a 93X fan and I'm going to the Judas Priest concert tomorrow night Do you get a chance to blow the speakers out of the hauler on the way to the track or does your wife tell you turn that stuff off <laughs> No we uh it you know I we don't blow the speakers out too much but we have uh, you know there's times where we are cruising on down the road and a good song comes on and yeah we we play it pretty loud sometimes you know you gotta you gotta try to stay awake sometimes so yeah we uh, like all kinds of different kind of music. When did you decide to make the switch to running Deer Creek Speedway on Saturday nights and why? Because it's quite a haul from where you're located in Center City. It is a haul, and that is kind of a long story. We had actually talked to some friends of mine because I had went down there to help Joey out a little bit when he had run some of the mod shows and stuff down there. And I had talked to some of my buddies, and we kind of, at the end there, we started to kind of really complain about Deer Lake because the track was kind of rough at times, and the driving there can get a little rough at times. And so I talked to them and decided we kind of wrote tentatively on the calendar. We weren't going to run at Cedar Lake that week because they were off, and we decided to run down there, and kind of everybody else wimped out and didn't go, so Debbie and I were like, let's just go. So we jumped in the truck and went down there, and, you know, it's always weird to go into a new track, and we went there, 
and the ownership and the the employees there and everything, they kind of really welcomed us and the facility was so nice and the track was so nice and we went down there and I think we got like second maybe in the heat race on the first night and we there was actually a race of champions night, so they were doing the read the just the draw redraw instead of doing the Wasota points average. And we ended up starting on the front row and you know, we were feeling pretty good about it and then I ended up actually spinning a guy out and I got sent to the back and I was able to drive back up and I think we got like fifth place and we had a real good night and a lot of guys came over and chatted with us after after the race and all that. So we had a Real good experience with it. And then the very next week was the points championship night at Cedar Lake. So we were actually leading the points at Cedar Lake. And we went to Cedar and raced. And to make a long story short, we were leading the race. And the guy who was running second in points, the two of us were kind of swapping positions for the lead. And he kind of turned down in front of me, and he spun out by himself. And we continued on racing, and then they threw the caution when he drove back out onto the track, and they ended up putting the caution onto me, and it ended up where he went on and won the championship, and we did not. So we were pretty upset about that, and that was kind of the last straw. And we were were pretty upset all week long, and we thought, well... Deer Creek is running one more race for regular season. So we went down to Deer Creek the very next week and we won the heat race. And then we ended up going on to win the feature down there. And it was such a difference in a week that all winter long we had talked about, you know, because it is a two and a half hour ride. My wife was not super excited about that, but we decided to go down for that next season and just run down there. And now that's been four years already and we've been going down there every week, but the drive has gotten to be no big deal. And we've really loved every minute of it since then, because like I said, the track is always very nice. It's very wide. It's very racy. It's always smooth and nice to drive on. And it's been a real good thing ever since. As far as switching to the modified class, I personally have wanted to switch to that class for about five years or more. And it just was always that we were competitive in the supers. We always had pretty fresh cars. We got new cars every few years and we just were comfortable there. We had won the points championship down there in 21 and we had won quite a few shows and they made a decision to get rid of the super stock class because they wanted to try to build the uh, USRA stock car class. So there's a lot of those USRA stock cars down there in Iowa. So they decided to bring that class in to try to, to get a class that there was a little more interest around that area. You know, down there, Southern Minnesota, there is not many super stocks that race that um, the tracks around so they decided to get rid of the, that class, so we just decided we did not want to go back to Cedar Lake, and we'd, we'd run at Ogilvy a bunch, and we decided we didn't want to make that our weekly home, so we talked to some friends and all that, and I have some good friends that sponsor, and we had all kind of just made the decision that now was the time to make the jump to Modified, so we went out and bought a pretty good car, and we raced it this year, and we had 
some growing pains, of course, at the beginning, but by the end here, we've got it kind of where it needs to be, and we're happy with the change. You've also been one of the few guys, like you said, the success at Cedar Lake Speedway in the Superstocks, that's been able to take a Superstock over to Ogilvy Raceway and run against guys like Dave Moss, Shane Sabraski, and Dexton Cook. Yeah, we ran over there, not a ton, but quite a few shows. And yeah, it's fun to go and race with those guys. We've kind of grown in the sport with them and... You know, they are pretty good, and they're fast, and we've been able to, to go over there and run with them. I mean, Ogilvy's a different type of racetrack. You know, the cars get strung out a little bit more, and you really kind of got to be on your game to, to stay with them. But, yeah, we've liked it over there, too. But, like I said, we really have enjoyed Deer Creek so much that we've been able to discontinue to go there and, and really like it down there. Neil Eckhart, Forever 7E, was one of the first people that welcomed you to Deer Creek Speedway. Yeah, yeah. Neil was kind of one of the first guys to kind of welcome us to the track and all that kind of stuff, and we became pretty good friends with him right away. So it was uh, it was always good to race with him. What has been the biggest learning curve for you going from a super stock to a modified? The biggest thing for me is they're a lot lighter on their feet in the front of the car, so. They go in the corner real nice and all that, and they're overpowered and they're under traction. So with the super stock, you can really drive in the corner pretty hard, and because it's heavy in the front, they tend to roll onto the right front real nice, and then you can just kind of floor it and drive off the corner, where these cars, they're a lot more nimble in the front, and then when you come in the corner and and try to drive off, you really need to be careful to not spin the tires and just kind of run down the straightways as fast as you can without spinning the tires. So that's been the biggest thing for me is, is just getting as much traction as I can. And they just race later in the night when the track has kind of transitioned from having a lot of traction in it to a little more dry. But it's been a bit of a transition, but by the end of the season here, we did have a lot of rain outs down there at the creek this year, so we, we didn't to race quite as much as we would have liked to. But by the end of the season here, we have learned quite a bit as far as what the capabilities of the car are, and we also have some things in mind to change, and the guys over at MB Customs and stuff have been helping throughout the year to try to make sure that we're successful and, and get the car in the front. So, I think Hall of Fame late model driver Kurt Hansen said it best on the dirt show when he drove a modified late in his career he said it was like grabbing a tiger by the tail yeah it's like i said they are overpowered and they're under traction you try to just do your best to get her going as fast as you can but they do drive really really nice once you get them where you want them they are a fairly easy car to drive they kind of just do their own thing but yeah the biggest thing is is just trying to get enough traction to get the car going as fast as you can and the guy who gets the kind of the best traction and gets her going good you know they're they're normally in the front so it's been fun there's a lot of good good competition down there at deer creek you know a lot of usmts guys make kind of their home bases down there in that iowa area so on a weekly basis it's not uncommon to have quite a few of those guys swing in there and it is fun to race with them because you start to realize that 
you know, after watching these guys for years and, and really growing and watching them get fast, then you go out there and race with them and you realize that you can stay competitive with them and you can race with them and it's fun to do that. What are your thoughts on a three-wide start for the fall jamboree? Well, it's good. I mean, it's, it's definitely a little bit nerve-wracking going down in there into turn one because there is so many cars. But thankfully, when we started it this year on the Saturday night feature, we were able to start on the outside of the front row. So I was just kind of concentrating on what I needed to do to get through turn one and two and, and get on down the, the backstretch and, and get going. Yeah, I think it would be pretty tough to start back there in the middle, you know, in row eight, seven, eight, nine, something like that, 10 in the middle. It's, that's got to be pretty nerve-wracking to go down there into turn one. It just takes a lot of trust with everybody else. But yeah, it's the track's wide enough where you can do it down there, and it's, it's fun. You know, it's always fun for the fans to see that first couple laps there until everybody gets kind of strung out and, and running normal. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing. Plans for the 2023 season? Well, like I said, we are going to make some changes to the car to try to get the front end of the car a little bit lighter, so then it will hopefully drive a little bit different than it does. But our plans are to go back to Deer Creek and run there on a weekly basis, and I would also like to try to run some of those other ones down there like Mississippi Thunder and maybe possibly Mason City, and then also run a little little bit more with the USMTS also. Who helps you out on the car as far as sponsors, and who helps you in the shop? Well, the shop is mostly just me, and my wife will help out, too, when I when I drag her out there to do things that it takes two people to do. But for the most part, I do everything right here in-house. I do all my own tin work. I do all my own vinyl. I do all my own tires. I do, all, I do pretty much everything here right at the house. So we've gotten pretty good at getting everything that we need and so as far as the shop goes we're pretty well set and i have a pretty good routine where i do a little bit to the car each and every night and each and every day and by the time it comes to saturday we're definitely ready to go but definitely we've had good sponsors stuff over the years i have Debbie wyoming real estate that helps out quite a bit and then i have mueller farms which has been on the car for years that's a good friend of mine todd and concrete concepts they've come on and helped out quite a bit over the past five six years that's a another good friend of mine josh and then Brett's towing right out of circle pines here he's always been good and twin city lawn care and landscape and cns automotive they've been doing my motors for i don't know probably close to 15 years and i've known chris down there for 25 years so he's always willing to help out and yeah it takes some good sponsors and you can always use some more of those and so we're always kind of looking for a little bit of help there, but we've had we've had good luck with keeping the, the people that we've had on the car for years. Ryan, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us here on The Dirt Show, and can't wait to see that modified parked in Victory Lane. Yeah, I can't wait either. I mean, we've had a lot of races this year where we've led, and we had one earlier in the year where we led, I don't know, 10 laps or so, and we had a pretty good lead, comfortable lead, and a caution kind of got us at the end and then that non-qualifiers race at the jamboree was definitely a good one for us we started out like i say on the outside of that row and we led every every lap but the last one and uh that's a little heartbreaking but you know all you can do is just use those as as experience and i certainly hope next season we'll be able to uh get some wins out of it and that's something we've been wanting to do for like i said quite a few years so that'll be fun to do that so 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to 2023 also. Medieval Chassis has been the leader in better engineered stock cars and modifieds for almost two decades. They are now going to become the center of all things mod light in the Midwest. Medieval Chassis will be the go-to shop for all parts in store, online, or by phone for this up-and-coming cost-conscious racing class. Summer 2022, Medieval Chassis will have their mod light platform in action. Kicking off the new Endeavor, Medieval Chassis and Cow's Big Deals will be auctioning off a 2023 mod light roller valued at $12,000 in October. Watch Facebook and see MedievalChassis.com for more details. Whether you're running for the checkered flag, blasting on the strip, or cruising in the boulevard, you want crisp flat response and reliable horsepower. Buyer's Engine Service offers a full machine shop that can completely machine and rebuild your tractor, race car, or streetcar engine and put some life under your hood. No gimmicks, just horsepower. See BuyersEngine.com or call 507-282-5586. Extreme! Extreme! Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super-durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Race fans, SprintCarStuff.com is your online stop for everything in the sprint car world. From apparel, jewelry, and books to die-cast sprint cars, posters, and gifts, SprintCarStuff.com has everything you need for the sprint car fan on your shopping list. And SprintCarStuff.com is the online site of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, so every purchase on SprintCarStuff.com helps support the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Promote the future of sprint car racing and preserve the past. That's SprintCarStuff.com for all of your sprint car merchandise needs. Have an accident? or fender bender, luckily Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are close by. The staff at Midwest Collision has years of collision repair experience under their belts. They also use state-of-the-art painting, paint matching, and repair technology to get your vehicle back on the road as soon as possible, like nothing ever happened. No job is too big or too small. Midwest Collision treats each repair with the same amount of dedication. Call the professionals today at 332-2434 for all your collision repair needs. You bend them, we mend them. Here's one of the most incredible lubricants products ever made justice brothers jb80 it's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home shop and your car jb80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places try jb80 the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good and it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back see our display at runnings tell them Ed justice jr sent you welcome back to the sponsor segment here on the dirt show and it is always a pleasure to sit down with scott wolf from wolf and sons yard service and talk a little bit about the great outdoors and finally we've had a fall that's nice and dry the weather where you can get out and finish up those landscape projects and construction jobs without tearing everything up and that's where we're actually at today yeah we're actually on a job site we're going to do a uh, gravel addition to a driveway so that the gentleman can park an extra vehicle there put his camper there put his ice house there put his boat there whatever but everybody's always looking for more room and with the way things are increasing in prices it'll pay dividends for him to not have to store it somewhere else for him absolutely you can pay for a nice pad to park something on compared to what it costs to store yeah, it's amazing how everybody wants to own stuff, just like I do. 
and then we'll pay three times what it's worth to store it in a storage facility. Well, this gentleman is actually increasing his property value by building a small pad right next to his driveway, and he'll get to park it right on site so he can play with it, work on it, or at least look at it. Scott, let's start out talking about the job that you did at our house. First off, aeration right away this spring. My kids stopped by and were like, what happened? And I said, just be patient, and within a short time, all of the dead spots in the backyard from last year's dry weather bounced back, and the lawn has been thicker and nicer than it's ever been. And I tell you what, my dog appreciates it. He goes out and lays in the grass and just loves it. I'm sure your dog also appreciated the fact that he got to eat little dirt clumps in the spring, too. But timing is everything on some of the yard care things. You can thatch and aerate in the spring. You can aerate in the fall. And basically, with the two really dry years that we've had lately, it takes some timing to do the aeration also because you can't go out there. Right now, we're the first half of October, last half of September. We haven't had any rain. So literally, we're asking our customers to be patient and future customers to be patient when they call in because aerating right now sometimes is like aerating your driveway or your sidewalk. It just doesn't go in the ground. So we're waiting for a little bit of rain to come this fall, and then we're going to get out there and get our aeration list completed. But when you do it in the spring, you have a chance to get that fertilizer in the ground. You open up the ground and get through the hard pan so moisture can get in the ground. And if you're going to do any overseeding, great time to do that too. Speaking of chemical application, then came our chemical and granular applications. Talk about those and how they're spread out through the season and what the benefits of each one is. Well, your first one is your pre-emergent along with your fertilizer, and that helps keep the crabgrass at bay and... Basically, that's your first application. It doesn't have a lot of herbicide on it for weed control because you normally don't have weeds in April right away. Then your second and third app are more of your broadleaf killer, but still come with fertilizer. And then your last app is actually all of the food that your grass needs to get through the winter. And it and it sounds like grass isn't growing in the winter, and you're right. But it's storing that fertilizer in the fall and then also using it right away in the spring. So that's a really good application that a lot of people skip on. But the yards that come out of the snow and just pop off beautiful green, a lot of those yards are the ones that are taking that fourth application and investing in their six-month future for after the winter is done. We also had a beetle infestation, and Charlie was there twice this season to knock them down before they could do any damage. And the nice thing is, there's a few years in the past where I waited a little bit, and by the time I made the call, there was a lot of damage. Charlie was there, Johnny on the spot, and literally wiped them out. So when you see a beetle, you want to make the call. We do. We try and have quick response. I mean, that's the name to customer service always. But we also, when we're taking those phone calls with the office staff or with the chemical application staff, we are also trying to watch the weather. So I know you and a couple other people called and we actually told you to wait a couple of days, not because we didn't want to come or we didn't have time to do it, but because rain was scheduled. And if rain is scheduled, it knocks the potency of what we're doing down. So a lot of things are, you know, you look out the window and you want to be on top of it, but you also, I think we charge you what, 
40, 50, 60 bucks per application. Sometimes if you wait too long, you get damage to the trees. So you wish you would have spent that extra 40, 50, 60 dollars. But if we turn around and are there immediately when you call and then we get a rain, well, then you don't get the benefit of what we did. And so we try and play the weather as best we can, just like all outdoor people do. And we appreciate your patience and trust in what we're doing for you. And for people who don't understand, we have a little unusual situation. Our entire yard that's fenced in is covered with grapevine, and our entire home, every single side. So there is a lot of stuff to spray. There's a lot of stuff to spray and a lot of stuff to be careful for. When we're doing your yard, I'll be honest, you and I have a great relationship. We've been advertising with you for a long time, but we sure didn't want that to go south because we killed all the vines at your house. So sometimes you're hesitant to get into a new facet of our relationship. But what we did with you was we made sure we did a granular application so we didn't have to worry about spray on wind and different things of that nature. And then we just went to spot spraying or made sure that we had really, really calm conditions so that we didn't have to worry about those vines on the fence in the house. And that gets me to my next question. The respect and consideration your employees have knowing we have a small dog in the backyard, making sure they call ahead of time so he doesn't happen to be outside when they come, and they always close the gate, leaving the yard the way they found it, which is appreciated. Actually, I'm happy that they're doing that, and I try and tell them to leave it better than we found it, just in the fact of, you know, maybe the fence was open and we shut it on the way out. Because at the very end of the day, you can always open the fence and not have a big deal. But if the fence is open and you let the dog out and you're making supper and the dog's not there when you come back to get it, that's a tough, tough feeling when a member of your family isn't where they're supposed to be and possibly have gotten out. So we try and do that. Just like anything, we will try and do the best we can. And sometimes that falls short and just like anybody, but we absolutely try and do the best we can on that animals and pet situation. And, and then we also ask the customer to have good common sense. You know, we'll tell them, even though the bags of fertilizer and herbicide say, wait until dry, I still wouldn't have my dog in the backyard that day. So maybe take him for a walk and and clean up after him, obviously, but don't have him in the backyard for that day. And so if I wouldn't do it at my house, I'll give you what my opinion is, but you can do what you want at your house. But we're always willing to share our knowledge with you to make you more knowledgeable. Whether someone calls for a seasonal contract or lawn care, or they need a one-time tree trimming or beetle spraying, you accommodate everyone. We try to. It's an outdoor customer service industry and job and company. And there's a lot of people in town that do it. And so if you want to distinguish yourself from other people or more importantly, have repeat business, the toughest customer to get is the brand new one. And so if you can have repeat customers or customers come from referrals, I mean, you've already done half the work because you did a good job before and somebody told them about them. Or we did a good job for them and all they had to do was call back. It makes it much easier for them and for us too. Large jobs. Now is the time to get that rock hauled into your farmyard or your field driveway, driveway gravel poured, or like you're doing right now today, a camper pad poured before the spring thaw. Yeah, Especially on the field driveways when the farmer's done with his crops and getting them done and 
He said, we didn't have enough rock there, or we had a soft spot. Great time to do it. If you are going to do some gravel work for your personal driveway, you just want to make sure that we know that we're going to have enough compaction and time before the winter comes so that you're not displeased that you put down the gravel, it looked great, we got a snowfall, and you plowed it all in the road ditch. And so you want to make sure to leave enough time to get that done, to get that compaction in, and not end up losing the job that we or you paid for right away with the first snow, too. It's also a great time to call for help for fall cleanup. The nuts are ridiculous this year. (laughs) I've heard that. I'm fortunate enough to not have any walnut trees or only one oak tree in my yard, and it doesn't shed too bad. But some of the places that we've been are crazy with not only nuts, but also the fruit trees seem to really be bearing quite a bit this year. And so it's always helpful to get that stuff cleaned up before we come or for you. And and if you're calling in and you're a first-time customer, then being honest with where you're at in your property or your house or your situation is, is helpful because then we can schedule enough time to be there as well as we can give a little bit better estimates as far as accuracy too. Your staff is also involved in hauling fill for the new Veterans Memorial at the fairgrounds. Well, up there, we took care of getting rid of a couple of trees. And Mr. Kepka, for Delbert Kepka, he does stump grinding. He took care of donating his time to go ahead and get that ground out. And there were a bunch of stumps there. We got that cleaned up. And then Mr. Jim Hoffman, who's actually a member of the local VFW, he actually was the one that did all the digging and the hauling and everything of that nature. He needed a dump truck and I had an extra one for a couple of days. So while my truck was on the job and my name was on the side of the door, actually all that credit goes to Jim Hoffman. How can they find out more about Wolf and Sons Yard Service? And if they need to get a job on the schedule, is there some room yet this fall? Call Steph in the office between 8.15 and 4 o'clock, and the phone number is 507-455-3524. Ask Steph for some help. Make sure you have some good explanations as to what you want done. She's going to probably ask you some questions so that we can get the right information and make sure you leave a return phone number so that if we have more questions, because we didn't get enough information up front, that we can go ahead and call you back too. Scott, thanks for all you do and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Thank you, Clayne. I really appreciate the opportunity to tell you about my business, and I'm so happy that our chemical relationship this year went well, especially with all those vines on your house. Rhino Egg offers the most complete rear blade line in the industry. Whether your tractor has 30 or 300 horsepower, Rhino offers a blade to accomplish any task. Don't settle for the cheap imitations. Buy Rhino, building the best since 1934. Check out the full line of landscape and construction equipment today at rhinoag.com. Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. One of our brand new items, we're very excited to unleash our new 3D printed plastic trickery to our line. First part in that line is our new receiver mounts. They're available for the Fusion or Element. You can tie strap them to a roll bar, or we have a flat mount that you can 
pop rivet to your interior tin or the side of your helmet, or you can Velcro it. One of the nice features of having it on your helmet, instead of being on your seatbelts or to a tube, is you can get out in a hurry and not have to worry about where your receiver is or being tied down to your belts or tied down to a tube. It's real nice to have it on the side of your helmet so you can get out of the car very fast. Check us out online at weirsmachine.com. Thank you. Hello, Callie here from Powerlift Doors in Dodge Center, Minnesota. While everyone's gearing up for harvest, we're gearing up for what we all know is coming. So when you're battling with stuck sliding doors or hassling with rollers and cables on overhead and bifold doors, give us a call. Powerlift is the only company that will design, manufacture, deliver, and install your door. Go to our website, powerliftdoors.com, to check out our projects. Or give myself a ride a call at 507-374-9306. Have a safe and bountiful harvest. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show. And it is always a pleasure to be joined by Freddie Terza, VP Fuels Technical Manager of Research and Development. And Freddie, the world is constantly changing, and that is why you were out there. VP Fuels has constantly been on the cutting edge of fuel technology. And to be a leader, you have to be out there where the products are actually being used. Well, appreciate you having us on the call. And as you know, it's a busy time of the year and everybody is, it's crunch time, right? That's what we call it. And everybody's trying to get in as many events as they possibly can. Big money races are on the line and uh, the weather seems to be holding up back here on the East Coast fairly well. And we've got a lot going on, Clan, for sure. Freddie, now up here in Minnesota, last weekend was the final weekend for racing anywhere in our area, and race cars are starting to be tucked away for the winter, and I just read an article in Speedway Illustrated about properly putting your race car away and taking care of your fuel system, and that's where your knowledge from being with Richard Childress and having 35 years of engine building experience you know what poor quality fuel or poorly stored fuel systems can do to an expensive racing engine. You're correct by saying that. And the worst case scenario is for somebody to park their race car at the end of the year without doing any sort of maintenance routine to try to, I hate to use the word clean up the system, but basically freshen up the system to get it ready for 2023. So, yes, it is very important that you go through the fuel system and get the fuel out of the race car. In most cases, it's important to get it back into the steel drum and get the bung extremely tight on that drum so there's no light components sneaking out of it and no possibilities of anything getting into it. And it's clearly a good idea for everyone to inspect their fuel cells and make sure that the foam is not starting to degrade. We run across that a lot where a racer will not do much maintenance on his cell or his fuel bladder and the foam begins to degrade and deteriorate and causing all sort of havoc within the fuel system itself. So let's say, Clan, that a guy is using a highly oxygenated fuel, such as MS-109, REG, or CHP, or something like that, where the fuel itself has a tendency to, to be a little aggressive on the fuel system and possibly leave even some oxidation along the way. A lot of the guys back east here sometimes do what we call a flush, where they'll actually flush the fuel system with a conventional-style race fuel like C12 or or 98 or something of that nature to actually 
cleanse the system from the oxygenated fuels. And those conventional style fuels definitely have a long shelf life and are very user friendly to the fuel system. So you can kind of like help yourself by doing a couple extra steps there and going through and flushing your system out. Freddie, you were a keynote speaker at an event in Sweden that looked like a very cool event. And no matter where you are in the world, serious car guys and serious race car guys, they just want to know how to make their cars go faster. Whenever I speak or do any type of speaking, I always try to keep it common sense is my approach to the the average racer and we don't have to try to do anything out of the ordinary but if we can keep our fuel system elementary keep it properly maintained it just helps in the overall performance of the race car the following season or even during the season so you know it's important to pay attention especially in this time frame when the engines themselves are extremely competitive and somewhat of a neutral you know when we look at crate engines and and the horsepower ratings and and torque numbers are are very similar and it's hard to get an edge so getting an edge with fuel is one way of doing it however to maintain that edge it takes a little bit more maintenance than what the average racer is used to for over 50 years vp fuels has fueled more champions than any other brand worldwide That's a pretty powerful statement. We've been in this sport for a long time, and the passion runs deep within our employees. We continue on with that, even though the company has many different divisions now, from our lubricants to our consumer products to the branding side, where you'll see some of the VP's gas stations popping up here and there. But the core business is race fuel and will continue to be race fuel. If listeners have a question about fuel for next season, what's the best way to find those answers? You know, it's funny that you said that. And I I find myself sometimes struggling with the fact that when you make a call to either a certain company or an airline and you're actually talking to some sort of robot, I can assure you that when you call one of the VP tech lines, you'll actually get a human being at the other end to answer the questions to the best of their ability. So I think right now we'll probably have four different tech lines open that are available for anyone to call with any questions or concerns about race fuels or lubricants. Thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show. You're a wealth of knowledge. It's my pleasure. I enjoyed being on board with you and looking forward to a great 2023. Let me tell you, friends, about our stores, a great place we call Miners Outdoor. We sell tools to get the job done, and the rest of the store is just plain fun. Chainsaws, mowers, ATVs, our equipment makes your job a breeze. Our service is the best around. We mow the competition down. We fix tools that run on wheels. We even got parts for snowmobiles. You sow it, you grow it, we help you mow it, run it or ride it. We provide it. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Highway 218 in Blooming Prairie. Why should your business choose Foamcraft Packaging? It's vitally important that you select a partner in the packaging business that has capabilities to satisfy your everyday packaging needs with the versatility to take care of those projects that require specialized treatment. Foamcraft is large enough to tackle all your packaging requirements, yet small enough to provide individualized services to ensure quality products. 
office and production positions currently available. See foamcraftpackaging.com or call them at 507-455-2893. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is always great to be joined by Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings. And Speed, it's been another great season with some great tailgate recipes for the racers out there or people sitting at the campground waiting for the races to start. And now it's just about holiday time, and you have such a great product line. There is something for almost every holiday table you can think of. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Clayne, whether you look at our original or sweet hickory barbecue sauce and make up some cocktail smokies or flavor enhancer and a little bit of garlic powder and mix with a little bit of wine to season that turkey up, it just goes on and on and on. I mean, there's just no end to it. I'll tell you what, and I, I like just a little bit of flavor enhancer in when I make my dressing for my turkey, and there's just no end to it. Of course, if you want to fix up a bunch of wings or make that hot chicken dip with our wings and things, hot sauce, and a little bit of cream cheese. The other thing I spotted is it's time to start thinking about those holiday gifts, and there might be that dad or grandpa that would really appreciate one of the cookies gift sets with different products to try. Maybe he needs an apron for cooking on the grill, or he would like an autographed cookbook from Speed. Yeah, you bet, Clayne. I can autograph aprons. I can autograph cookbooks for them. And all they got to do is go to our website, cookiebbq.com, and order it. And then specify on there they'd like it autographed. And if they'd like it addressed to a certain person, why just make a note on there and we'll get all that handled for them. All I do is encourage them to order plenty ahead of time because I'm still on the road doing promotions. So then when I get back in the office, why I can get those cookbooks and aprons signed and get them out there for them. So go ahead and start ordering now and that way you'll have plenty of time for Christmas. And I also encourage them to follow Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings all winter long either keep up with your Facebook page or check out the website because you're constantly putting up new recipes and great cooking ideas. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Clayton, the other thing that goes good is make a quick and easy chili. Just take a jar of our salsa, brown some ground beef down, season it with a little bit of cookies flavor enhancer, a jar of salsa, and then a can of chili beans, and boy, you're good to go. It's always quick and easy recipes that guys like us can't possibly screw up. That's right, yeah. Even guys like you and me, Clayton, can cook those recipes. Speed, thank you so much for being with us throughout the season and can't wait to talk to you in the spring. Well, I'll tell you what, Clayton, thanks to you and all the listeners out there for supporting us this year, and I wish everybody a happy holiday. When it comes to driving, a lot is made about power, speed, and acceleration. But when it comes to safety on the road, nothing's more important than your vehicle's braking system. That's why this month at Napa, you can get $50 back by mail with a qualifying purchase of select Napa brake products. Stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store or shop Napa online and choose from our most popular lines of brake pads, road 
motors or calipers, keeping you on the road with quality parts you need. Napa helps you get up and go. At participating Napa Auto Parts store and NapaOnline.com, $50 rebate paid in form of Visa prepaid card. Restrictions may apply. See NapaRebates.com for full terms and conditions. Offer ends 10-31-2022. Napa, a proud sponsor of The Dirt Show. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric, offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507-451-1387. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. Last weekend, what a beautiful weekend for racing it was. I hope you got out to see the last two tracks that were racing in our area. Ogilvie Raceway was racing both Friday night and Saturday night. In the street stocks on Friday night, Colton Brower over Hunter Van Gelder. In the Midwest Modifieds, Jeremy Nelson over Wyatt Boyham. In the Modifieds, Ryan Gerke over Dave Kane. In the Mod 4s, Robert Holquist over Luke Errolson. And in the Super Stocks, Dan Nasalki over Shane Sabraski. Saturday night, October 22nd, finale night at the Topless Nationals at Ogilvy Raceway in the Street Stocks. Hunter Van Gelder over Colton Brower in the Midwest Modifieds. David Swearingen over Dave Kane in the Wing Micro Sprints. Mason Schubert over Ryan Franson in the Modifieds. Clayton Wagaman over Jody Belfi in the Mod 4s. Robert Holquist over Dean Larson, and in the Superstocks, Shane Sabraski over Dexton Cook. Hamilton County Speedway in Webster City, Iowa was also racing last Friday and Saturday night. On Friday night, in the USRA Modified A-Main, Dylan Thornton over Shane DeVolder. In the Stock Cars, Mark Elliott over Miles Mitchell. In the USRA B-Mods, Brandon Hare over Ty Griffith. In the Hobby Stocks, Zach Schmidt over Bryce Somerfield. In the tuners, Oliver Monson over Colby Sabin. And in the late models, Jason Haney over Jeff Ike. Night two at Hamilton County Speedway, Saturday night, October 22nd. In the modifieds, Kyle Brown over Jacob Bleese. In the stock cars, Mitch Hoovden over Bob Tim. In the USRA modifieds, Ben Mowdry over Ty Griffith. In the hobby stocks, Riley Crimmins over Brad Radcliffe. In the tuners, Colby Sabin over Brad Stahl, and in the late models, Lance Matthews over Jason Haney. I hope to see everybody at the Midwest Motorsports Expo at the Mayo Civic Center Saturday, November 19th from 9 to 4 p.m. There is a whole lineup of vendors that are going to be there. I'm going to be broadcasting from 9 to 11 a.m. Stop by and say hello and get all of the stuff you need to get your cars ready for spring of 23 and we will see you april 1st 2023 hey dirt show listeners need some parts for race night how about that classic project in your shop wish there was a specialty auto parts store nearby hot rod hardware in west concord is your answer radiators disc brake kits steering columns, fuel injection systems, air conditioning systems, coil over shocks, and much more. From the street to the track, Hot Rod Hardware has everything to modernize your vehicle and improve its performance. See us at hotrodhardware.com or call 507-527-1020. 
money. Hot Rod Hardware. No robots, just real people. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.